Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from chilly Salt Lake City, Utah. Let's thank God I'm atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. I'm Dan. Coming up today, well, the Supreme Court made a decision about prayer in our public meetings. A landmark decision. Very, very, they... Very religious prayer is being allowed. Yeah, now officially, Di- we're disappointed, kids. A lot, a lot of, a lot of places were already doing this, but right now it's. But we had assumed that maybe there would them. be a. Anyway, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, I mean it's. Yeah, all we, right. We won't talk. We don't worry. We won't get boring. We won't rehash all of the things that no, we've that already heard too much yeah, already. Bro. But we have things to say. Of course, there are things to say. We're uh, there are well, always things to say. Well, it's kind of our job. <laughs> We're supposed to say things. <laughs> if we don't have things to say, we're in trouble. Uh, otherwise, it's just two mics in a room. Two my two guys blathering or not blathering. Two guys we'll just say sitting nothing here. to say. Yeah, then. exactly. Then we would just be sitting here. We could record our. We could record our silence. I'll just breathe. I think everybody would enjoy that. <laughs> you should start a new podcast, a, a concurrent podcast. Frank breathes. Called Frank breathes. Frank's breath. <laughs> and now it's time for Frank's breath. Frankly breathing. <laughs> anyway, no, but that's not this show. This show, we actually do have things to say. Uh, all right. So, if we have to. I'm going to tell us all about what? a a candidate for president. Now, the, the, the president, president, of pre- course, the presidential elections. Oh, president of the United States. Of, the uni- of these oh. here United Whoa, States okay. of America. All right, all right. These elections are not for a couple years yet. But he is the getting people. a running start. It's about time. It's it, it's kind if, you, of, if you're not getting started now, there's not you don't really stand a good chance. Although there's a lot of fundraising that has to happen. Right. Although it is it is true that the uh, the major candidates at this point are all still denying that they're going to be doing it. Oh, uh, he's missing an important step. He's missing an important. He needs step. to just be saying that he's not running. Right. He needs to be like. Calling press conferences saying, I I don't think that I'm running for president. So wait, we don't know who this is yet. Okay, so this is a guy... We might be making jokes out of context. Whose name is always so funny. Right. <laughs> this guy's name is Daryl Trigg. Have you heard oh. of him? No, you haven't. Nobody, so, so nobody's Dar- heard of him. So Daryl Trigg is the one who should be saying he's not running. Well, no, he, he needs all Everybody, the... Uh, hey, uh, uh, my name's Frank Feldman, and I <laughs> just so you know, I am not... Running for president. Uh, there have been exploratory committees I've assembled to uh, to look at the possibility <laughs> of running. But at this point, no, I'm not running for, for president in the next election. My 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 two birds and, and yeah. the dog. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so anyway, Trigg, however, is definitely running for president. Well, good for him. He's got a good, good platform. He's got a he's from uh, Rogersville, Tennessee. Uh, and and he's got he he has announced what his platform will be, and I, I think it's solid. Uh, he wants to completely dismantle the separation of church and state in the United States of America. To what end? Uh, well, he wants to uh, make Christianity the official religion of the United States, and not just the de facto. Right, exactly. Right, exactly. It's not enough. It's not enough (laughs) that Christianity already is kind of the sort of symbolic. He just wants the facto, right, and not the duh. Right, I don't exactly. (laughs) 
I don't even know what the conjunction of those two words means. But anyways. Yeah. anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he wants he wants mandatory K through twelve Bible lessons for public school students. He wants uh, schools would begin each day with a prayer and a pledge Good. of allegiance. Good, it's about time. He's got it down. Now I will say this: he's a tolerant man. Mm. He's not. Don't don't accuse him of being intolerant. He says he he's not saying kick the people out. No, he's, as a don't. matter of fact, he says, "quote." Islam and the Muslims will be more than welcome to worship here as they please. Good. They'll be loved as brothers and sisters in God's kingdom. We just won't be saying any of their prayers. But we have to have a religion to establish the backbone principles of this nation. We want that to be the Christian religion. (laughs) Because no values or or ethical Mm. systems have ever been devised without the help of a religion. Correct. That is absolutely obvious. Wow. That is obvious to anyone who actually isn't reading anything ever. Wow. 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 Well, I mean, it's good that, that, that the Christians got here first. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Because, good Lord. Can you imagine? We, we saved this land. Can you imagine? From those awful Muslims. How terrible this all would be. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be any better if it were founded by Muslims, I don't think. But it would be. They're, but they're terrible. Oh, they are terrible. It would be worse. <laughs> It would be much it's worse. It's fine for them to pray here and do their thing, but like, we can't let them be the backbone. No. Of, of our system. No, 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 no. Incompatible. Also, Trigg also is going to save our country from a few other uh, horrible fates. Such uh, as he wants to end legal recognition of homosexuality. Huh? Whatever that ends up meaning. What does that mean? I don't um, feel legally recognized. Well, go to a state where you are allowed to get married, mm, and you I might. Guess so. You might feel okay. le- you are you are threatening to feel legally merit, uh, recognized at that point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, uh, he wants to keep gays off television, which I think is a laudable uh, plan. <laughs> no one to be left. Right. Exactly. Who's left to entertain you? Hey, as you know what, Trig. As a straight actor, I'm great with that. <laughs> Just <laughs> kill like open half up. my competition right uh, there. Okay. All right. Uh, and I'll Not also kill. Uh, no, 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 no. Horrible no. thing to say. Dan. Oh, no, no. I, that's not what I meant at all. Hmm. I meant just marginalize to the point of death. Well, that's better. Yeah. Okay. That's, that all, nice? that's all Trig wants. Isn't that nice? That's all he wants? Yeah, it's all okay. he wants. Huh. He also wants to get rid of nudity, strong sexual content, expe- excessive foul language, and blasphemy. Well, you're not getting hired for any acting gigs. Right, that right. Real damn. Yeah, that's true. Although, so. I, I don't have to say those things on camera. Well, that's yeah. but what fun is He's, that? Right. He also uh, you'll note he doesn't say anything about like violence. Mm. No, of course. That's totally cool. The Lord loves violence. Lord loves violence. I don't know if you've read his books, but he is a fan. <laughs> Nobody's better at it than him, too. That dude. I mean, uh, he is raining down destruction. Yeah, hasn't well, done it for a couple thousand years, yeah, yeah. which I I find disappointing. Anyway, he. Yeah. Uh, he said he would. Oh, now here's where he gets. Here's where Trig gets a little, a little sketchy, because uh-huh. so far it's like you know good, conservative Christian values, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. He says he wants to cap executive pay for publicly traded corporations at three hundred thousand dollars a year. Elect this man, <laughs> right? So, oh, suddenly Frank's a little more enthusiastic. <laughs> yeah, he wants to put tariffs on imported goods. Elect him now. Uh-huh. What? Yeah. 
So they're protecting the American worker. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It is funny. I think somebody on uh, on the Daily Show the other day did a did a profile of of a bunch of uh, candidates for Senate in some town, some state. I don't remember which one. Anyway, they were trying to. Everybody was trying to outright the other. Per- they were trying mm. to get further and further right. Oh yeah. And then like a couple of the guys like started to swing back around and come up on the other side and left. You know what I mean? Like right. it, the same sort of thing. Like if right. you get two libertarians suddenly. You're liberal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, I, I I hope this guy gets a little bit more traction. I doubt, I'm sure he'll fade quickly into obscurity, but I like Daryl Trigg, and I want to see more of him. Mm. Mm. All right. Oh, Trigg's his last name. Yeah, Daryl. Oh, so he's not a Romney kid. No. <laughs> okay. All right. No. <laughs> All right. I just assumed that he would have some. Anyways. Yeah. Oh, I just glommed onto that. Um, all right. So I have the story of, you know, this Hobby Lobby thing that keeps going on? The Hobe Lobe. Uh, yes. The, you know, the, it's, it's owned by um, a dude by the name of, uh, well, he's the president of Hobby Lobby. His name's Steve Green. Right. And I but th- it is family owned. I think it's wholly owned, owned right? Yeah, by, it's by fa- the family. It's family it's owned. It's not like, they're not publicly traded or anything. And they're a good Christian family. Yep, they close their stores on Sunday. There's over 500 Hobby Lobbies nationwide, and they all close on Sunday. Good, good. Good people. Yeah. So, you know, own that so company. do your hobby shopping on Sundays at the other places, <laughs> people. Somebody else's lobby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So he has, he's sort of, you know, he's, he's, he's a man on a mission, mm-hmm. and he's been trying to get he's been trying to persuade a school district somewhere somewhere to please start teaching the bible as a class have a bible class right at like the high school level middle yes. school high school level have a bi- nice good bible class and he claims it's all about literature yeah and like you could you could incorporate all sorts of like historical discussions and yeah um you know I, i'm not saying teach theology just no. the, teach the literature Exactly. Well, he uh, he has persuaded the Mustang School District in suburban Oklahoma City to uh, incorporate the Bible uh, into oh, good. its curriculum. Oh, as, hooray! Yeah, it's going to be offered as an elective um, this fall. They're going to start this fall, and uh, and yeah, it's it's you know he he's hoping that this this is the thing that will finally put America. On a righteous course. Back on track. Yeah. We're getting it back. It's funny because I, I heard him, uh, I, I heard a, a story about him, I think on NPR or something. Mm-hmm. And, and he was, and no, I don't think it was NPR. Anyway, there was a whole story about him and how, like, the way he presents this now is that it's like, you know, this is a very important book in the history of, uh-huh. of humankind. And, oh, you know, yeah. we should be teaching it as literature and as a historical right. and a thing, a thing of historical significance. And yet in like some somebody recorded him talking in some private uh, event and he was like, and this will be a way that we can proselytize the Christian religion to all the people. And this will be the way like all of the things that you definitely don't say. When you're trying to sneak this past people, right? He was actually saying out he loud. Was actually saying, "What a jerk!" Yeah. Um. He. Uh, anyways, I agree that it should be studied. It is. I mean, maybe not in high school because you can't. But I mean, it's hard to separate it out. But I will say that um, it's worth study. 
Yeah. It's a not? crazy, crazy book. Well, it's a foundational book. It is. It's it's important. It's lasted know? for 2,000 years or yeah. almost. I mean, and it's hard to understand the West without understanding the Bible. Absolutely. You we know, need to understand. The influence and, 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 the, and religious history in general. Absolutely. You, you really cannot, you can't, uh, clearly you cannot separate Christianity from Western history, from right. European history. Right. How do you teach European history without, without some kind of under, rudimentary understanding of Christianity? You can't. It's so impossible. It, so it's a very important book to history know. history of this country. Right. For crying out loud. Right. So... So it's fine, but what they're doing is, um, you know, it's, um, well, this is actually speaking to your, what you were just talking about. Um, so last year, um, when he was presenting the whole thing in front of the Mustang school board, mm. um, the, uh, his, his group is the, uh, the green scholars initiative Oh, and they're the ones who developed the Bible curriculum. And the purpose is is not uh, to proselytize or quote go down denominational religious type roads, um, <laughs> so forth and so on that kind of that kind of language. But again, this is talking about uh, how he went in front of a different audience. Um, it's uh, it became clear that his uh, intent is to teach the Bible for its moral principles um, and not an aid to illuminate subjects from archaeology to zoology, mm. such as what they've sold it as. Um, I'm trying to find the quote. I thought they had a, they had a quote. In Did article. you say it is zoology? Yeah. Zoology. <laughs> well, you need two... And, well, and donkeys teaches important lessons about donkeys, snakes. bears, snakes. You got all kinds of... <laughs> There's all sorts of good lessons about, about these animals. Amazing. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, zoology. Yeah. You get zoolo- zoological lessons all through that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That's outrageous. Mm-hmm. I love that that one almost snuck past me. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's a fair claim. Mm-hmm. You can learn all about zoology. Yeah. Just like you can, you know, in the same way that you can learn about zoology. I mean, you can learn about cryptozoology. The right. thing has unicorns and dragons in it. Right. That's great. Yeah. We can learn all about it. Yeah, it's 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 quite amazing actually. Like I think that these guys should actually look to Utah for a model if they want to know how to like do this and have it like oh. with the seminary buildings. Right. So there's, a, there's an LDS seminary building that's a, either immediately adjacent to or like right across the street from Every high school in the state, right, and several middle schools, and so yeah, because they they start at ninth grade. Mormon kids oh, right. are expected to uh, take what's called seminary classes. Now, this so, is not offered by the state. No, it is not paid for by the state. It's fully paid for by the LDS Church. But and there's a they, building. But there's a building like right next to these high schools. Uh-huh. And you wonder and, how there was always land available. Yeah, immediately just adjacent to somehow every magically high school just popped up in the state. But nonetheless, they figured it out. Yeah. They were like, okay, well, and they've done this for the, for, for the longest time. I mean, there have been seminary buildings adjacent to high schools since when? I don't, I mean, long as I can remember. I mean, it, it goes would have back. to predate that. Right. And what's amazing is, so in, in other states in the country, Mormons still do this, but they do what's called early morning seminary, and the kids right. have to get up early and go to either a, a meeting house, a ward house, right. or go to like some teacher's home or whatever to right. get their seminary utah students 
just it's like any of your class periods you can just have seminary then right so you don't have to go in the morning you can go like midday mm-hmm. skip you know you you what the law allows for in the state of utah is for there to be a release from right. the school right for the uh, official this is i'm taking this as an open period and I get to leave. And you just walk over to the seminary building. Right. You take that as a, one of your classes right. in a class period, and then you walk back to school. The problem with this, the problem with this, is that it does cut down on the number of classes, academic classes, right. that can be taken in a school day yeah. by Mormon kids. Right. So it is it is a problem yeah. that should be f- fixed, but in this state it never will, uh, at least for a long, long time. Uh, but that's the way you do this kind of shit you want to make sure that kids have the opportunity to get like you know religious education every single day then build a fucking building across the street from the high school and arrange with the state legislature surely the oklahoma state legislature would be amenable to this yeah concept oh they'd be thrilled. and just allow for an open period and then the kid gets the parents get to be involved in this decision the kid gets to go and it can be unfettered it can be the, yeah. whatever batshit crazy stuff you want to teach Go teach it, but right. leave the schools and their curriculum the fuck alone. Right. Well, um, the problem being that anywhere but Utah, there would be some infighting about which which pastor gets to run what and which denomination gets ah, to do. Ah, they could all get on board and build a st- building, and then or there's twelve competing buildings yeah. across the street from every different from first, every high school. <laughs> well, no, you have first period. the The minister from you know whatever group is de- is there, right? For like first and third, and then the minister from whatever group is there on fourth period. Maybe you know. honestly, like yeah, it wouldn't be if, that hard if, to do. if all of the churches sort of pooled their money and just said, yeah. "There, it's a religious education center." Yeah, we do. We have a religious education center across the street from yeah. every single thing. Of course, we should in Utah, we should have some uh, atheist centers. Yeah, adjacent to the high schools, and their open period, they can go over and learn reason and or logic hell, hell, and... call them religious education centers. Just actually educate the kids about these stupid <laughs> about <religions>. religion. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Anyway, uh, well, there you go. Yeah, hobby lobby. Everybody, uh, go and get your get your yarn or whatever at your hobby lobby, and take it with you to your to your Bible class. Yeah. You crazy kids, you. Uh, I'm going to go to Jackson, Mississippi. Ooh, you, scary. You and I have been to Jackson. Scurry. Remember Jackson? We went to church in Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, it was big, boring white church. church. White church. We white shouldn't church. have gone to white church. We went to white church. We, we made a big mistake. We went to white <laughs> church. And we should have gone to well, black. Well, no. No. We went to big downtown Baptist white church. Right. We went to big. Across from like the state capitol. The big congregate. Yeah, like, exactly. It was big, fancy. Right across the street. We needed. It didn't. doesn't matter. If if you can still find batshit crazy white, we should we just needed to go to crazy church instead of like boring, well established, giant congregation. Yeah, the wealthy people of Jackson. It church. was the wealthy church. Ugh. That was our mistake. Oh, we're idiots. <laughs> anyway, uh, <clears throat> this is Rankin County, Mississippi, uh, which re- uh, they a while back there was a a decision there. That uh, by a, a district judge, a, a U.S. district judge, who said that they couldn't have prayers in the schools. Okay. Which I approve of. Right. Uh, 
but apparently a new but a, a new um a new filing has been filed uh by a student supported by the American Humanist Association oh. um because a complaint uh, a contempt motion has been filed because they're praying in the schools again oh dear god not regularly but there was a, a big meeting and it was like a it was a huge like uh, honors program like reception of some sort and uh and they yep they had a uh, pastor of St. Mark's United Methodist Church come and give an invocation at the uh, at the program so there you this go is... now, now they're now they're filing a motion to say hey uh by the way hey courts remember how you made a decision on this one well they're ignoring it that's what happens <sighs> in the south of the United States of America the fact that this continues to happen in the year of our cosmos 2.0. In the year of our Lord. I am very bothered. I know. Well, we'll be talking about prayer more later. <sighs> I'm so upset about it's such prayer. A, it's such an easy concept. I, I really... Here's what I don't get. It is so easy. First of all, A, nothing different happens. You pray, you don't pray. Nothing changes in the, con- in the meeting. Right. Or in the world. Or in the world. But, like, literally, yeah, you pray in school, you pray in, you know, a town council meeting. The same laws get passed or don't get passed. The same votes happen. No one, nothing different is happening. Why don't you pray at your home before you go to the meeting? Right. Why don't you pray in your car before you walk into the building? Or just keep a little prayer in your heart. Just keep a little prayer in your heart. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Is and keep a prayer in your heart. Fucking don't say I it don't at the meeting. I don't know how you do that, but it's, do it. It's such an easy answer. We just, look, well, you know, not everybody prays, so what's the answer? What are we going to do? Or not everybody prays the same way. Gosh, I don't know how to answer it. I know. Don't fucking pray. Do your own. Do your own goddamn prayer. Take a, how about this? Moment of silence. Moment of silence. Everybody loves a moment of silence. I hate everybody moments of silence. Everybody needs a moment of silence. But it's fine. Shut off your fucking phone right. and have a moment of silence. Right, exactly. Everybody needs it. Just fucking anything but prayer. Yeah. But no, no, it's not. It's not that easy. How Frank. do you not like moments of silence? I just, I'm, I'm bored. <laughs> okay, we're all sitting for one sat- minute. Yeah, like, uh, okay. Okay, everybody, Dan needs constant stimulation. I don't need a moment of silence. I take care of my own moments. (laughs) Your own silence? I have plenty of silence. I'm pretty sure I know that's not true, Dan. Whatever. I've spent extended time with you. You don't have a lot of moments of silence. Well, you've also met my wife. (laughs) There's there's no... What you don't understand is I I have alone time that I need. Because there's not a lot of silence. <laughs> Jesus. She's a yes, talker. the Beechers. She's a talker. <laughs> I love her to death. Sometimes I come home after a rehearsal and I just want to just mm-hmm. plop down and... Oh, no. Out comes her day. Oh, no. It's good. All um, right. Anyway. Well, I'm going to stay in uh, the the whole Jackson... Oh, Jackson, uh, Mississippi, Mississippi, neck of the woods. Okay. Okay. Sure. Because uh, uh, the Alabama uh, Chief Justice, Ooh. Uh, one Mr. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Roy Moore. Oh. Is that his name? 
I Roy Moore? I, it's your story. I don't know. Boy, howdy. Yes. Uh, Chief Justice Roy Moore of Alabama of the Alabama Supreme Court um, attended uh, recently the uh, Pastor for Life Luncheon, mm. um, which uh, was sponsored by Pro-Life Mississippi, mm-hmm. and it was in uh, Jackson, Mississippi. Okay. Um, oh, I guess... I guess this, while the story is only happening now, it actually happened back in January. Oh. So not too recently. I guess maybe just the video just got posted. Oh, or maybe okay. it's just kind of finally kind of, it, it's percolated. S- somebody noticed. It's bubbled somehow to the top and somebody's noticed. Well, anyways, at this meeting, um, this is a state chief justice. Right. He says that the First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. Yeah only protects christians <laughs> because buddha didn't create us <laughs> buddha didn't create us muhammad didn't create us Ugh. our creator created all of us and he's christian that's basically the just the whole thing so uh for those who don't remember the first amendment to the united states constitution uh it prospects the it, it's the one that has the uh the clauses about religion it it yeah, it prohibits the making of, of any law respecting an establishment of a religion yeah and uh it impedes the and and or any law that impedes the free exercise of a religion absolutely yeah yeah it's fine okay. but it doesn't re- but it applies only to religions according to this guy that count right well because clearly <laughs> christianity's right Right. And that's what they were talking about was the right one. Yeah, they weren't he, talking about – they didn't bring the Quran over on the pilgrim ship is what he said. Right. No. No. They didn't have the Quran and the Mayflower. The pilgrim ship. The pilgrim ship. The Mayflower. He does say the pilgrim ship, the Mayflower. I watched the video. Right. Because I was like, this article, I don't believe it. <laughs> uh, so I actually watched the accompanying video and I was like, holy crap. He he is, he is. Here are some of the gems he said. Let's get mm. real. Let's go back and learn our history. Let's stop playing games. That's mm. fun. Yeah, we've been playing all these games. Yeah. He said that he likes uh, talking to lawyers because he is a lawyer who went to a secular law school. And he knows that in the law, talking about God just isn't politically correct. Mm. Right. Oh, oh that's true. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's oh, al- oh. it's almost as if mm-hmm. that First Amendment could be interpreted to say that the law is not supposed to be respectful, re- respective of your religion. Right. Um, he, he said that America has lost its way and that oh, he would yeah. be publishing a pamphlet this week or maybe next that contained copies of the Declaration of Independence. Oh, good. And uh, the Constitution, thereby proving that all the people who found this nation, black, white, all people, all religions, all faith, knew that America was about God. Right, because the Constitution has all of those references to God, as does the... There, there's not a single reference to God in the U.S. Constitution. There's a reference to a creator in the in the uh, Declaration of Independence. Damn. <laughs> am, I, am I blowing your mind? Oh, he doesn't want to hear that. Dude. No, no, he definitely... He knows that this is a Christian nation, and because Christians are right... Uh, right. That's he, it. That's it. That's done. He, clearly... It's been answered. Clearly, we're right. We don't understand why anybody's Muslim. 
That's fine. Okay, they can go be if, wrong. If they want to They believe, know they're wrong, and that's fine. They, they know, in their hearts, they know. In their hearts, they know this Jesus guy was the right one. Was Same the, with the Buddhists. And the Jews, just, they're just being petulant. Well, the Jews, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, I'm not even going to say <laughs> what I think about the Jews. Because uh, we're, we're podcasting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. I mean, honestly, the the South is broken. Can we just admit that the South is completely broken? The only thing that hasn't, I mean, the only thing that has kept the South from just like sloughing off of the North American continent into the Gulf of Mexico is just the U.S. Constitution, the U.S. government. and Right. Because it is fucked up. Yeah. It's just entirely I, broken. It's, oh. Uh, Every Ugh. time I hear about like Texans wanting Ugh. to secede, I'm just like, you take Alabama and Mississippi and maybe Oklahoma, maybe Arkansas with you. Go ahead. Yeah, but Texas has its own power grid, right? And that's why they can they can do it. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to go, we'll let you, but you have to take these assholes along yeah. with you. Yeah. I'm sorry to our southern listeners because I, it's not you guys. No, no, that no. Are the problem. You guys know what it's like, right? We we met those like people we met you guys we down there you guys and we love you yeah and we pity you for having <laughs> to be in that bullshit area because fuck the south well you know people I'm done with it you know what though people say the same thing about utah dan yeah utah's nuts utah's nuts it's just a different brand of nuts it's a different it's the brand of nuts that we're used to yeah and yeah, we I mean, also, you we lived also in the live, south for the longest yeah, but we, for a good while and we also live in a pocket that's really not nuts well, and f- Fuck Utah a lot of the time, too. Oh, yeah, totally. Fuck Utah plenty. Yeah. But the South is broken. <laughs> There's a whole region of our country that's just broken. Well, here's the deal. This guy's a chief justice. Right, that's what I'm ri- saying. How did this he rise, is what I'm saying. How did he, how did he climb it, through the ranks to get to be chief justice of the Alabama Supreme Court? This is what I'm saying. Like That's what was, I don't understand. If this was some asshole on the side of the road, then I don't hold the entire state accountable. Well, no. Yeah. But this is the chief justice of your fucking Supreme Court. Yeah. That's a different matter. Yeah. 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 Anywho, he, I'm going to... I bet I bet he's related to the guy with the, the, the toasters on the side of the road. <laughs> the toasters? And the... And the, the, the the ovens. The ranges and the refrigerators. Oh, oh yeah. That guy in the video that we made. <laughs> Yeah, that it's, guy it's was that, that guy was precious. <laughs> Not that we met that guy; he was dead by the time we got yeah. to his little his little appliance graveyard. Yeah. But I think the South is is more comfortable with crazy, don't you think? As long as it's the right brand of crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 an interesting thing. Well, there you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna get us out of this country for a minute, just so we can cool off mm, a little bit. Okay, uh, we're gonna go to the Vatican. Uh, because there was recently the leadership of a group. Now we've heard of this group, the leadership conference on women religious. Oh yeah. Do you remember that we, these are nuns. This uh-huh. is the largest group of us nuns. Uh-huh. They got in trouble like last year or something like that. Well, they're, 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 they're crazy liberals. Well, yeah, so apparently because they're in trouble again. Oh, what did they do this Those time? Those wacky nuns. What did they do this time? Well, man? they they just got their wrists slapped by one. Well, they didn't do that. Cardinal, that. Card, Well, I'm for reasons. Oh, okay. 
But Cardinal Gerhard Mueller. <laughs> Strict disciplinarian. You, you got to know when you get a when you get a German cardinal at the Vatican, <laughs> he's not there as sort of the party coordinator of the Vatican. That's not his job. <laughs> we will not be having these women who are supporting other women. Yeah. So the problem is that the. Uh, they're in trouble because they recently gave uh, an award. I didn't know that none organizations gave awards, but they of do. They, everybody gives awards. Everybody gives awards. Um, we should have our own awards. We should. We should. The, the TGIA awards. The assholery awards or something. Mm-hmm. It's like our, our Razzies or whatever. Mm, let's do it. Anyway, uh, they were... Uh, they they gave the... Uh, the... Uh, they honored feminist theologian Elizabeth Johnson with an outstanding leadership award. Uh, and boy, did that just steam Mueller's panties. Mm. Because uh, apparently that book, her book, Johnson's book, uh, Quest for the Living God, was publicly denounced by the Committee on Doctrine of the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops. Mm. Uh, apparently, apparently she's... A feminist. And how dare you include feminist thought in examining in examinations of Catholic theology? Oh, the nerve. The nerve. It's sheer nerve. She, uh, it, oh. it, you want to hear what Mueller said to these to these nuns who honored this woman? Only if you do it appropriately. It saddens me to learn that you have decided to give outstanding leadership award. During this year's assembly, to a theologian criticized by the bishops of the United States because of the gravity of the doctrinal errors in that theologian's writings. <laughs> That's so stupid. It's, it makes it more fun. <sighs> Nine! <laughs> this, this is a decision that will be seen as a rather open provocation against the Holy See. And the, uh -oh. doctor and the doctrinal assessment. Not oh. only that, but it further alienates the LCWR from the bishops <laughs> as well. <laughs> you must uh. not do this! <laughs> yeah. I just wish you'd said the letters in German. LCW. No. That's. Yeah. No. W. Yeah. Is that French? I don't. No, I, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, I, I, what's funny is that when I learned alphabets in other languages, I was a child, and I learned it in German, uh, French, and Spanish, and yeah. now I can't get them straight, right. even though I spent way more time studying German than any other thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. The, uh, there's been tension between the Vatican and the LCWR uh, for decades. Mm. Just decades. Mm. These uppity women... Why Why are they even allowed to remain Catholic? It's just, uh, it's a very good question. See, this yeah. isn't just a Mormon problem, people. Oh, no, no. no. Uh, there, are, there, are, there are religions and churches around the globe that have problems with women. <sighs> why, why can't these women just know their place? <sighs> well, that's a good question. It's, you would think that after all this time, right? Yeah. With 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 where we are as 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 a species, yeah, everything that we know, isn't it just clear that women 
have a place that they should just stay in? God made men stronger for a reason. I we don't could, want to know that reason, Dan. Well, I, it's obviously so that women can stay in their place. <laughs> <laughs> did you see the SNL sketch uh, monologue that, that Louis C.K. did? Mm. Where he was like, he, he theorized that women had been ruling everything for a while, mm. and mm. men were getting really upset about it, and then somebody realized that we could hit him. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Wait, we can hit him! <laughs> now we win. Uh, that's a terrible, terrible that's thing. A ter- that's a terrible... Louis C.K. can say that joke. Right. I don't know that you're allowed to say that joke. Well, no, he had a whole bunch of context around it and stuff. <laughs> That's the problem with a Louis C.K. joke. <laughs> because you want to say the joke, but, but you don't want to do the whole you setup. You can't do the whole thing. Yeah. Ah, so disappointing. Anyway. Uppity women troubling, make, making trouble for everybody. God damn it. It's bothersome. All right. Um, well, I have... A this is not well. There might be some women involved in this, but that's not the point of this one. Okay. Uh, this one is a. It's a group causing problems, though. Oh dear. It's definitely causing problems. Rousing rabble. Oh god. Here in Utah, uh-huh. uh, every uh, every July we get not one big holiday with fireworks. We get two. That's right. We get we get the Fourth of July and the Twenty Fourth of July. So as well. we celebrate our country. And, and then we celebrate our statehood. Yes. And uh but what we're really celebrating is it's called Pioneer Day. Right. And uh what we're really celebrating is the fact that the Mormons came and uh set up camp here and set did, up did shop. the whole thing. Yeah. They they stopped here. And uh and so yeah. Uh so anyways, every year, and it's actually in Salt Lake City, uh the the days of 47 stuff. That's also what sometimes yeah. pioneer, call pioneer the pioneers day. came across in in 1847 yeah so we call it the days of 47 days of 47 uh all the days of 47 celebrations actually uh kind of shadow the fourth of july it's a yeah. bigger parade yeah, yeah um it's a televised parade oh 250,000 people show up to this parade camp out the night before oh they do it's awful downtown when it, that oh thing yeah you don't want to be around oh, my god um, and, 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 and it's televised mm-hmm. and they have like the channel five anchors, you know, Nadine Wimmer and, sure. and, uh, I don't know who the other one is. Used to be that Dick Norse fellow. Used it? to be Dick Norse. With, oh. with the Dick Norse voice. I miss Dick Norse. I'm Dick Norse and we're going to talk about the parade. He was our Ron Burgundy for so long. Yeah. And kind of was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except he, yeah. Anyways, he was a he was a, he was a consummate professional. He was yes. He was. he was he was a real pro. He he was a, he was the anchor of Channel Five because he deserved it. Yeah. But anyways, um, and he's also just a rabid liberal by, by all accounts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is fascinating. In the Mormon-owned channel, and he was yeah. he was trusted by all the Mormons. And anyways, um, so this big parade that happens—that's mm-hmm. what I'm getting to, um. So the the content of the parade is typically like uh, the uh, cottonwood first steak or whatever, right? I don't know the right. na- I don't know the naming system Mor- for like Mormon steaks and groups. words in Utah because I didn't grow up here, so it's not natural for me. But like the cottonwood steak, right? right? A steak is a grouping of it's like a diocese. Congre- yeah, right. it's like a diocese. That's right. And uh, and so they'll they'll put a big float together. And it'll have like beehives on it and bees buzzing around, right? And because it's, that's it's like, a Mormon thing, right? 
And so, um, and so they do all that kind of stuff. Right. right? Well, and it's open to the public. You you can you can you can you can to apply like, to have apply a to be a f- to to have a submission in in the parade. So so, so local banks will have will yeah, have a parade float or you yeah, know just absolutely whoever that's nah, fine. Uh, so Mormons building bridges, you know that little uh, that group of Mormons that's good on the gay rights stuff. And they, right. They 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 march in the Pride Parade every year. Right. That's that's that was their big thing. A couple of years back, this group mm-hmm. formed and they they marched in the gay Pride Parade. Yep. And so they uh, they applied this year to uh, to be in the Days of Forty Seven parade, and Days of Forty Seven said no. <gasps> what? Uh, because uh, b- because this actually goes back to this whole thing about Mormons being passive aggressive. <laughs> uh, they 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 don't they don't want anything that could cause debate. Con- right during right. during the celebration of the state's heritage. It's a there's a controversy there. What's and, amazing uh, is that these are Mormons. They're, it's not the gays saying, hey, we're gays and we want to march in no, a parade. these are the Mormons who are supportive of gays. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And uh, so this, this is a quote. This is a quote uh, from, the, um, from one of the uh, organizers of, of the parade, Greg James. He says, our job is to remember the pioneers. Mm. And we don't want people... To have to take positions down the road on this float or that float. The real <laughs> issue is we don't want a million messages clouding our message. Oh, they need to stay on message. They have to stay on message. And their message is, that must be isn't it. it just so nice that, that these Mormon pioneers crossed the plains and built a city out here in, in, in the desert? In Mexico. Yeah, in Mexico at the time. At yeah. the time. Yeah. They were trying um, to run away. They were trying to flee the country. However, there is a problem. Uh, this year's uh, 2014, or the 2014 parade theme is Pioneers Pushing Toward Our Future. <laughs> well, gosh, it almost seems as if nothing could possibly be more in line with the theme than Mormons, than Mormons building, building bridges. bridges. It yeah. almost seems that way. Yeah. But, yeah. but obviously it's not. Yeah, clearly not. Um, you know, uh, Mormons uh, building bridges. You know, they they, <laughs> they 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 state that you know members of Utah's LGBT community look to their ancestors for inspiration, just like sure. the broader community does. Uh, who were pers- and and remember they were persecuted, marginalized, and ultimately they triumphed. Right. It's a great example. It's a, it. There do seem to be a couple parallels. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Um, so but the, the parade organizers, uh, they, uh, they say that advocacy groups don't make the cut. We make no value judgments on these things. Oh, no so, advocacy. So, so they said that there were about a dozen applications that were denied this year. Mm. And, uh, oh. so it's, it's, you know, it's unfortunate. I'll tell you what I'm smelling here. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's what I'm really smelling. These, uh, these Mormons, they don't care about the gays. They're paradeholics. <laughs> What they they are just trying to get into as many parades as they can. They just love parades. I love a I I concur. <laughs> I absolutely agree with that statement. A parade is a fun thing. It's a fine thing. I'm on record as not understanding what the hell the big deal is about parades. Oh, it's fun. I don't get it at all. Oh, Dan, it's I don't, fun. I, why, it's it's people, fun being in parades. It's fun watching it's parades. It's people badly decorating trucks and then driving slowly and waving. Yeah, I don't get it. Blast. I don't get it. It's fun to wait. It's fun to be out in a crowd and 
you know, and, and it's, it's the morning on some holiday, and it just gets you in the festive spirit. The, the Pride Parade I get a little bit just because they're at least somewhat interesting, and I'm already drunk, or like most people are already drunk at least at that yeah. point. I've yeah. already been drinking. Right. But, uh, yeah. And they're shaking their tushies around, which is Yeah, nice. that's what I'm saying. Like, you got you got a whole bunch of pe- wackiness. And you're right. The Days of 47 Parade doesn't have a lot of shaking of tushies. And- right. Although it does have the, you know, motorcycle cops dry- riding in formation. Yeah. That's always fun. Yeah. No, that is good. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> anyway, well, if you have uh, anything you'd like to tell us, dear listener, about mm. what you hear today... Uh, go ahead and do it. You can reach us. Uh, our email address is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you could leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442. Yeah, call us and let us hear your voice on this. Uh, or you can uh, jump onto the old facebook a That would be facebook.com slash Atheist. Or get on our website, thankgodimatheist.com, and you can find uh, recent podcasts, comments on podcasts. You can comment on... Comment on our podcast. Yeah, it's great stuff. Yeah. And uh, and, uh, there will be occasionally some blog posts from us. Yeah, you and I... Sooner or later. Our our busyness is chilling out now, I hope. More or less. More or less. But yes... I think I can fit in a, a blog entry once a week. Yeah. So at this point. Um, all right. So let's take a quick break. And uh, this is, uh, you know, that 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 lovely uh, Fisher fellow. What's his name? Daniel Fisher. Uh, Brian. Brian Fisher. That's his name. Uh, he's a uh, boy. He's always got nice things to say. So let's, let's. He's a peach. Let's let's see what he's got this week for us. By the way, this word equality. I've got to think about this a little bit more. But the word equality is a total, a totally bogus word when they talk about equality between homosexuality and heterosexuality because there is no equality between homosexuality and heterosexuality. They are not equal. They are not equal in morality. They are not equal in worth. They're not equal in procreative power. Uh, they are not equal in their consistency with God's design. There, there is no equality between homosexuality and heterosexuality, one is a normal expression of human sexuality. The other is a sexually deviant expression of human sexuality. They are not uh, equal. Their, homosexuality is not a benign alternative to uh, heterosexuality. Yeah, Frank, your sex is not as good as my sex. Well, you damn deviant. I really don't want to think about your sex, man. So, <laughs> well, I'm not going to um... think about yours either. <laughs> Frankly, Franklin. Um, but um, yeah, I guess I guess he 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 he's, he brings up a really good point. Yeah, if you don't really care about good points, <laughs> they're not equal. Not equal. He doesn't want. He doesn't morality. Want... Not equal morality. No, Dan. No, primitive I mean, power. That's the one he's right about. He's right about that. He's totally right about that. That's fine. Who cares? Yeah. I guess uh, if you're only having sex to procreate, Mr. Fisher. Which I hope you are. Yeah. I hope that that's the only reason that you ever have sex. Because <laughs> if you have sex for fun, I think you're on you're on shakier moral grounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You better have a kid every damn time you put your, you stick your thing into your wife. Yeah. Or, or at least be trying. At least be trying. Right, right. I mean, clearly they're... they're periods of time when when it's not going to work it's not necessarily going to work every time right but he better be trying every time 
they they better be planning for the next kid. Yeah. Although, otherwise, it although feels... he he needs to, uh, by the look of things, he might need to find a younger wife if he wants to continue having sex. Because if he's married to a woman who's his age, then he then then they need to stop having. They sex. need to have, stop having the sex. No because, more sex. Because uh, don't 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 enjoy it. You're not allowed. It's for procreation. It's 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 all about really the eyes of God, though. Right. That's what it's really about. Because he's a pre a perv that likes to watch everybody have sex. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't like boy on boy <laughs> or girl on girl stuff. But if it's gay God, gay God loves it. <laughs> gay God's like whatever, Brian Fisher. I don't really care about what you do. What they do, though. Ew, gross. Ew. Oh, don't put the, oh, no. Stop having kids with her. Ew. Oh, God. I wish, I wish I had built this totally differently. I totally <laughs> did this wrong. My bad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hmm. There we go. All, All right. right. Uh, well, we, 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 we had some people write into us. Mm-hmm. We had some uh, some not not a lot of correspondence this week, but a little bit. Hmm. Um, I wanted to read this one just because uh, you would be able to respond in a fun way. I, I would. Yeah, uh, this one comes from. Oh shoot, who is this one from? It comes you from John. John. Okay. Uh, so what is John? And John says, uh, "Buongiorno." Uh, John. Johnny. <laughs> He says, really enjoying your shows from Italy, uh, here in Italy. Uh, please keep up the good work. My Italian wife was raised Catholic. She's your typical liberal atheist, but hasn't really understood my interest in discussing religion, etc., or atheism. Hmm. Your down-to-earth approach makes us both laugh and gives her, gives her a break from my annoying onslaught against religion and irrational thought. Uh, plenty, plenty of both here in Italy. <laughs> yes, indeed there is. Uh-huh. Um, Anyway, uh, I I just thought that'd be cute. Cause, do you want to send a, an Italian message out to the wife? Oh, I don't. Don't put me on the spot. Dan. Speak Italian, Frank. I'm not just going to speak Italian. Speak Italian. No, I don't have a message. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought I was setting you up for something cool. I don't like being put on the spot. <laughs> I don't know. What am I going to say? I don't know. The number of times you put me on the spot made this feel like pretty fair play. I could be, ciao, Bella. <laughs> there you go. Okay. All right. <laughs> He, he does speak Italian. He, I do speak Italian. I'm just going to say. But it's been years, and I'm a little out of practice, and so just to be put on the spot, it's not going to... It doesn't come out like it used to. Okay. Well, so. there you go. Forza Roma. Uh, uh, Forza Lazio. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, hi, Frank and... Hello, Frank and Dan. This is from Jesse in uh, Lethbridge, Alberta. Hey, Lethbridge. I, I've got family in Lethbridge. Yeah. I, I, I was in Lethbridge just a few years ago, as a matter of fact. Well, doesn't, imagine that. Doesn't have a lot to offer. I'm it's a small say, little just, town. It's a tiny, it's a little, yeah. largely Mormon town, actually, yeah. interestingly. It's, been, it's kind of in the Mormon belt. Yep. Anyway, he says, for the past few months, I've been listening to the podcast from episode one, trying to catch up. Uh, okay, there you go. And uh, I had promised myself I wouldn't email you until I was caught up. But I feel like I really want to chime in on something that you have been discussing at some length in recent podcasts. And by recent, he means... The ones that he's recently listened to, not the ones that we've recently done. Uh-huh. He says 80, 83 to 85-ish, episode oh, 83. Okay, okay. Uh, you've been talking about what angle atheists should take and what message we should try to send as a group. 
And although I agree with you that we need people who are going to be who are not going to be offensive dicks all the time, uh, who can reach out to the other side, I also feel like we need people like Noah and Heath uh, from the Scathing Atheist. Uh, the reason that I feel we need to be offensive is because we need to marginalize religious beliefs. It's not like we fear to offend people who have race who who have racist beliefs toward African Americans. So why should we sugarcoat our contempt toward these homophobic fairy tale worshippers? Uh, we need to publicly ridicule these beliefs in an attempt to make it embarrassing for these people to hold them. In the end, this is what makes the greatest difference. Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I maybe the Christians have just set it up really, really well. But Christianity has built into it this persecution myth, right? Mm. They they love feeling persecuted. And the Mormons, of course, heighten it. Absolutely. Oh, they they, they get they, they get pro level on that shit. Dear God, they're good at it. But like Christianity, Christians in general, this is sort of a pervasive um, sort of sense that they have. It. And and I, I I just I always feel like if you attack them too hard, or too strongly, that that they that they kick up their little defenses in in ways that are really counterproductive to mm. what your what you what your stated goal is. I think that it's fine to point out inconsistencies sure i think it's great that a, that, a, that a show like cosmos is on primetime television and sure getting the ratings that it is apparently um and uh and be, but the thing here's my my thing is this uh and it, it's not about the yes people will you're you're absolutely right that when you when you when you rile up a christian they calcify rather than right. rather than uh melting and, right. and sort of being willing to listen right but more than that, it doesn't work to shame the majority. Right. You can't do it. It's right. like it's like if everybody came to me, you know, came to us and said, if it, if you know, if a fringe group starts yelling that you know, shame on you for right. for believing that it's okay to have blonde hair. Right. We all just go, oh well, fuck you. You're stupid. Right. And we don't we don't even listen to them at all. Right. We dismiss them out of hand. Right. They're the majority. You can't shame them until they've already been sort of brought down to size. Yeah. Like racism, it's like trying to shame racists in, you know, the 1810s. Right. Nobody would pay any attention to you. Right. They would think you were the crazy Wait, person. You have to crow about what you know. Right. You have to, to, to stand up and talk about the positives that you know, the things that, you, like, announcing... How old the earth is, is a great one. Sure. Stand up and be like, no, you don't even have to talk. And this is one of the things that I think is brilliant about Cosmos mm. um, is uh, they get up and they stand up and they don't talk about the people who, I mean, they, they, there's, there are little comments that are slipped in about, you know, one, how did they phrase it? But they, they were talking about like the earth being 6,000 years old. They don't spend any time on that. They instead go and talk forever about what is it four point five billion years old mm -hmm. you know four and a half billion years old um like they 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 go on and on and on about that and why and how and this is how we know and this and that and blah 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 that's what you do. you stand up and you crow about the things that we know and you support it and you support it and 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 you use that as an example of like this 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 is a better way of doing it right right this is a better way of like arriving at, at at conclusions about the universe that we live in right right but um just denouncing i just don't think it's a good 
No. And making fun of. It's not. Yeah, not, shaming and, and making and making fun. Now, I, now, I like. We, we do dip into making fun. I, here's the thing. We make fun. I, we're, right. And Noah, I, I like The Scathing Atheist. I listen to their show sometimes, and I, I enjoy it. But that's for us. They're not making their show to convince Christians of anything. They're not making their show for Christians at all. Their show is for other atheists. Right. It, so that's not that's they're not trying to shame Christians into not being Christians right. anymore. That's not the whole that's not the point of their show at all. Yeah. And Christians aren't going to listen to their show and except, unless they want to be just a troll, unless they want to troll the show. Right. Um but but I mean as a public message, if mm-hmm. we're if we as a as an organ, as a movement are going to put out public messages, those messages have to be about things like, you know, what the fur does, which is, you know, hey, look, you having this, you know, scripture on the wall of your of your of the public school is marginalizing and hurting kids. Right. That's a message that everyone can understand if we can present it well. But if the message comes from the same mouth that five minutes before said all Christians are morons, no one's going to hear it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, right. that's that's kind of where we stand, Jesse. Yeah. Um, thanks for writing in, and uh, and and I, you know, there's there's room in the in the movement for everybody. Yeah, there's room in the movement hey, for everybody. You know, yeah, no, there really is. So there we go. It's, it, we don't want to shut anybody down. No, that's not what we're doing here. Anyway, uh, so it, uh, let's see. I guess I guess that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's right, it well, for cool. this time. Right. Um, I did want to mention. Oh, we've got some, we donors. Have some donors. Yeah, we got to mention the donors. Um, let's see. Who do we have? Do we have donors? We, we do got, have. We donors. got a donor at least. We had a very generous donor. Yes, indeed. Um, uh, Thomas uh, was a was a, a one gave us a very generous one time donation. Well, thank you, Thomas. Uh, so thank you very much for that. And I somehow don't see anything else. I hope I didn't. I don't think I missed anybody. No? Okay. So there you go. Um, if you would like to donate to our podcast, mm. go to thankgodimatheist.com. Uh, and and right there, we've got a couple places. There's Right there in the, in the top bar, there's a support TGIA thing. Or if you look on the right-hand side uh, of, of, the, of the site, uh-huh. there's a support TGIA. Uh, and go ahead and click that, and and you'll you'll be helping us uh, with our mission mm. to to get the word the the word out. Absolutely. Um, I also wanted to say that if you can't uh, if if you if you don't have money to give, that's totally fine. But you know, a review on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever your listening platform of choice would be a very helpful thing. Absolutely. Right now on iTunes, we've got 382 ratings. It seems to me that we could get to 400 pretty we are close. Pretty quick. Yeah. So if you haven't done that. If you haven't rated us this, on this iTunes is the yet. time. Just jump on there. Yeah. Takes you no time at all. <sighs> Write a review, click that five-star thing, and you're done. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, sounds good. Okie doke. Uh, well, we want to talk about... Um, this whole thing with the Supreme Court and their uh, this decision of allowing, yeah. uh, what was it, Greece, New York, or that was the case, right? Greece versus yep. something, something. Greece, Greece versus something, something. <laughs> I think it's, it's a, Galloway. Very important case. It is something, a very something. important case. Yeah. Uh, no, um, yeah, this, this it, 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 observers of the Supreme Court, I guess, weren't terribly surprised by this decision, but it, it just came as such a shock, I think, for the... 
for those of us in the general public who may not be watching it quite so closely. It hit me pretty hard. Yeah. I, I will be honest. It seems like such a slam dunk case. So explain it, Dan. What you got is a, a, a small town in New York called Greece, New York. Uh, mm-hmm. And their town council was having meetings, as they tend to do. And they as were op- supposed as they have to do as they are required. They're running, they're running their to, town to do, yeah. And they were opening every meeting with a prayer, and that prayer was uh, for decades, consistently and always, Christian prayer. Okay. Uh, and uh, so there was a lawsuit that went up um, after the complaint was filed. But these weren't just like any old were, Christian prayer, right? Oh like, no, they this were, was, these were like religious prayers this right. wasn't just like you know this hey w- hey hey, lord you know help us with this meeting right and help us like make good decisions amen uh this was like here's an here's an example of of one of the prayers that was found to be objectionable okay. uh, lord god of all creation we give you thanks and praise for your presence and action in the world uh we look with anticipation to celebrate to the celebration of holy week and easter it is in the solemn events of next week that we find the very heart and center of our Christian faith. We acknowledge the saving sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. We draw strength, vitality, and confidence from his resurrection at Easter. Mm. Blah, 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 blah. So very, very, very about as Christi- doctrinal. As Christian and yeah. specifically Christian as you can get. Right. Uh, so... So the uh, these uh, two ladies um, sued the town. Uh, one of them was Jewish. One was atheist. Okay, saying that they felt marginalized uh, by this, as they were being as uh, right. They felt it. and were marginalized <laughs> um, by these prayers, um, and so they sued, and it went to the all the way to the Supreme Court. They so they had won in the lower courts. And then it went to the Supreme Court, and the Supremes came down with a 5-4 decision. Uh, saying, okay, right. it's just fine. Saying saying that the town board uh, has full has their, their full permission to go ahead and just pray like a motherfucker. Yeah. The, the content of the prayers could not be edited, right? Right. But there couldn't be controls set as to like what somebody was going to say in their prayer. Right, because you know, because as who was it? Was it was it Kennedy that wrote, you know, if you don't like it, just don't listen for a minute. It's such utter fucking <laughs> bullshit. Oh, when God. it's such an easy fix. That's what I don't get about this whole like, I mean, we were just we were just saying this. Yeah. It's such an easy fix. It is. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. Just you can as... accommodate everybody by just saying pray before you come. Yeah, done. If you like prayer, great. You we're not saying you're not allowed to pray. Pray as much and as often as you like, uh, just on your own time. Yes, in your own space, absolutely. And don't include. Don't make everybody have to listen to it, and have to and have to essentially annoying. forced to participate in it. Yeah, if you're in the meeting, you're forced to participate in that. It's so weird to me that they that they can't see this. Anthony Kennedy, Justice Kennedy said, uh, "The town of Greece does not violent violate the First Amendment by opening its meetings with prayer that comports with our tradition, and does not coerce participation by non-adherents." Well, it does too. Yeah, that just 
It's remarkable to yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's interesting that each of the judges in favor of this had sort of a different explanation of why the, the, the why it was okay. <laughs> they didn't come up with the same reason why it was okay, but they all came to the same conclusion. It seems like they're on solid legal ground. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, if, if y'all don't know the, what the reason is, and you just vote in that way because that's the way you want to vote. It yeah. seems like that's a problem. It it would appear that like, there's an issue there. Like, shouldn't they be basing these decisions on sound legal frameworks? Well, I'm sure that or they... Or at least philosophies? Right, right, right. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's like, uh, you know, you put everybody into a in, in onto a trampoline and then just say, well, if you don't like bouncing, you don't have to bounce. The rest of us are going to bounce. <laughs> but you can just sit there. Don't worry. You don't right. have to bounce. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's. That anyway, was, that was the argument they were missing, Dan. Right, uh, right. I should have, I should have wrote been there. If I had written the trampoline amicus brief, you might have swayed <laughs> Scalia even with such a. Sure, Justice Thomas would have really eaten that argument up. Oh, Absolutely. he loves a trampoline. He lo- that, man. He, that man will jump for days if you let him. He won't say much. No, no, but he'll, but he'll jump and he'll fall asleep partway through. <laughs> 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 He's a sleepy guy. What can you? <laughs> I'm only referencing that because I literally went one time to the Supreme Court. It was my one ch- time that I've ever been to the building, and I went yeah. in and saw us witnessed five minutes of a session. Right, because that's what they let you do, right? You right. wait in line so you could so you can go in. They shuffle through. you into the back for five minutes, and then they quietly shuffle you out and shuffle in a bunch of right. another group. Right. And uh, and Justice Thomas was in his chair, reclined all the way back. Good and Lord. asleep, uh, like sawn logs. Oh, dude, dude, he was gone. <laughs> he was gone. First of all, I think uh, I, I'm all for them being comfortable, but I don't think their chairs in when they're like hearing cases, their chairs should not recline. Well, that far. He, uh, uh, excuse me, he gets first class accommodations. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he, he does. He, he uh. He needs to be able to fully recline that man during uh, during court. Yeah, he during, doesn't during believe sessions, he doesn't believe in oral arguments. That's his that's his thing. He oh, who cares? I don't care what he believes. Everyone doesn't believe. Right. Show right. some so show some respect, sir. Yeah, we we kind of hired you to do a job. You could at least participate. Yeah, in the, all of the parts of the job. Or 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 just this. People showed up to talk to you, sir. Yeah. Sit the fuck up. Right. Yeah. Just sit up. Just show them the respect of like people who have put in a shit ton of work. But he apparently has such disdain for the process and the, the system and the traditions and the blah, 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 blah. <sighs> Supreme Court is so boring. I fucking hate being a Supreme Court oh, justice. Oh, why do I have to do this? <sighs> I should have let Anita Hill win. <laughs> why, am, why am I even here? Why was it only one pube that I put on her coat? <laughs> Oh, I should. <laughs> God, I hate that man. Should have put the whole rat's nest on it. I fucking Anyways. hate that man. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you know what? So the big revelation for you and me, Frank, yeah, was not this. Was not the decision actually. Mm-mm. Because the decision, it was you know, when we were poking around. Yeah, we were, so we're trying to sort of do some research on this decision. And what do we discover, Franklin? Um, <laughs> the current religious makeup of the court. 
I had no clue. I had no clue. If well, you'd asked me what, what what the predominant like religious affiliation right. of the Supreme Court justices was, I would have been like, well, I mean, they, I'm, I don't know, but I'm sure that there's a large number of Protestants. Well, let, let me. Let, I'm, here's what I'm going to start with. I'm going to okay. give some statistics on. Uh, on American, on, on on sort of what America looks like. Let's oh, let's yeah. lay out what America looks yeah, like okay, before cool. we talk about what the what the Supreme Court looks like. Sure. Uh, according to the Pew Forum, uh, which is not necessarily uh, the most reliable, some you know what? Maybe we should do the Eris Report. The Eris Report is probably better. Well, that's the self. Um, that's self-reported. Self-reported one. Well, yeah. we'll start with Pew. Pew is okay. sort of the accepted thing. So seventy-eight point four percent Christian. Uh, according to Pew. Okay. Um, okay. Of that, so uh, 51% are Protestants. Of the Christians. Of the Christians. Okay. So you've got 51% Protestant, um, 23% Catholic. Okay. 1.7% Mormon. Um, okay. And then, you know, oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Maybe Is that of them or is that of, I think that may still be. That's not percentage of Christians. That's percentage of the country. Percentage of the No, it's not. It's percentage of Christians. Okay. They've they've confused me here. Um 4.7% of the country is other religions. Okay. Things like uh Jewish is uh 1% of the country. Or of that 4.7%. No. It's it a, it's le- it's country. less than 1% of the country, I think, okay. actually. All right. Um, the way that they've they've set this up is is not good. Why not get to that heiress thing? Yeah, okay, the heiress report. Because that you know, like that's also self reported, so it's like it just has. It just seems more reliable. Yeah, you know? because like what people say about their religious affiliation is far more important to me than like what some demographer came up with. Right. So, um, so. <clears throat> This, I mean, now this isn't fully up to date, um, but it's 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 a it's 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 a good sort of it'll give us a sense okay. of what it is. So that, that's the point here. So uh, in two thousand and eight, twenty five percent of the country was Catholic. Okay. Fifteen uh, percent Baptist. Okay. Twelve point nine percent mainline Christian. Mm, okay. uh, that includes Methodists, Lutherans, Presbyterians, uh-huh. uh, Episcopalians, that sort of right. thing. Um fourteen point two percent generic Christian. Um <clears throat> and then you know you get you get your Pentecostals coming in at three point five percent. Mormons come in at one point four percent. Jewish come in at one point two percent of the population. All right. So that'll give you a good sense of sort of where we stand. Yeah. So, back so, to the Supreme Court. So, you know, when you add them all up, Protestants dominate. Oh, absolutely. In this country. Yeah. Yep. Dominate. I yeah. mean, we're hugely so. So, so let's look at the, the Supreme Court. Yeah. Um, there are only two religious groups um, um, that, uh, that, that well, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, <laughs> represented. Represented. There are only yes. two religious groups represented on the Supreme Court. Um, one of them being Roman Catholic, right, and the other one being Jewish. And the breakdown there 
is six Catholics and three Jews on the Supreme Court. Which is shocking to me. That is, it's, it's crazy town. Right. Like, I never would have guessed that in a million years. No. And it's just like, I, not I'm, a single Protestant on there. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's not going to be a, a, Mus- yeah. a Muslim or an atheist or whatever. Right. That's just not how America works right now. Right. But not a single Protestant? I know. That means that, like, literally a quarter of Americans are covered by this whole court. Yeah. Maximum. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, to... <sighs> I mean, the point needs to be made that, you know, we don't really use a religious test. No, and, which we, is need, nice, and, and we need which is not good. to. It's good that their, that their religion is not coming up. But, you know, 100 years ago, the, the religion of, uh, of, of a uh, nominee to the Supreme Court was very much being talked about. I mean, we, we were looking at the history of, um, of Roman Catholics on the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. you know, and actually, uh, a Roman Catholic showed up on the Supreme Court fairly early on. Sure. I was kind of surprised. Uh, it was actually a, um, an, uh, a nominee of uh, Andrew Jackson um, in 1836. Right, uh, Roger B. Taney. Um, he was the first Roman Catholic, and the first Jew on the court was uh, in 1853, uh, uh, nominated by um, Millard Fillmore. Hmm. Uh, not a name that comes up very often in <laughs> presidential <laughs> history. Yeah, you know? well. um, but anyways, um, and, and, and that was the first nominee. I don't think that he actually went on to be the first on the court. Yeah, anyways. But nonetheless, um, so there, yeah. It, it is, so, yeah, the, I mean, the U.S. has a long tradition of uh, Protestant Supreme Court justices. Right. But also, oh, I guess what I was I was going toward was that for the longest time, they would talk about like sort of the Jewish seat on the court. Mm. And there would be like the... the um, In the, the 20th the Catholic, century, there was the a Catholic Jew. seat right. on the court. Yes, exactly. You know, I mean, that was sort of the, in, in, in sort of the more out in the population and the media probably um, talking about those, those that there, that there was one person on the court who was Jewish and one person who was Roman Catholic. And it, I mean, it does speak a lot to sort of where we've come as a nation that, 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 that this could happen, Mm -hmm. right. That we could end up with three Jews on the court. And I really didn't know. Yeah. I really didn't know. Right. Yeah. Justice Kagan, justice Breyer and justice, uh, uh, what's her name? Ginsburg. Ginsburg. Yeah. Are all, are all Jewish. Yeah. And the rest are Catholic and the rest are Catholic. Though Sotomayor is rumored to be sort of right lapsed, right. So four of the conservatives, the four was it the four reliable all, conservatives? Three, all, of, three of the four reliable conservatives and one of the Jews, right? Were were what? Were the were? Yeah, I don't remember. Never mind. My point escaped me. Okay, but yeah. Uh, so all five of the uh, of the votes uh, against this. You know, all five of the votes that said, hey, prayer in, in the public sphere is fine, were Catholics. Uh, right? No, four of the five were. Who? Wait. No. Because there's... 
Oh no, five. Yeah, no, you're right. You got Roberts. You right, got there you, were four. You I got was, your Alito. Sotomayor you got... was is one of the six. Right, and she was on the liberal side. Yeah, right. So you got so the people who voted against it were three Jews and Sotomayor. Sotomayor. I I just think I think it is very interesting that uh, people. I, I don't know. I, it, what does it speak to? Does this, it speaks to a, a, a privilege that you know that these people are unable to see what it's like to be to to sort of put themselves into the shoes of others. That's the what, Catholics. Yeah, these Catholic, mo- the mostly white, mostly men. Right. All men, mostly white. Right. Who are just and and I don't think anyone's told Justice Thomas that he's black. <laughs> I don't think really. I don't think he's aware. Uh, he's so, so what's our point here? What I feel like our point escaping us very quickly, actually. Well, I to me the point is just, and that's what I think I'm getting to my point, which is which is that there's this sense to me this ruling speaks to a sense that these men don't know, can't imagine what it's like. Not to, to have to their privilege. An, to be an other. To be an other. Yeah. They are so locked into their own sense of mainstreamness mm-hmm. that the thought that it could possibly be anything other than a mild annoyance right. to have to put up with a prayer. Well, that it's just something that you just, well, just don't, just don't listen. Just ignore it. Just ignore it. It's fine. Because things that annoy them, they can easily ignore. Right. Because nothing that, uh, that annoys them actually threatens them right there is nothing that threatens these men right and so they can't see anything but wrong if you're you're a muslim or a mormon in most of this country or an atheist or a jew right in most of this country um approaching your local government for some kind of um some if if you're if you're if you're showing up to a city council meeting there is most likely some kind of very personal issue that you're taking up with your your city government. Right. And for there to be barriers and even just perceived right. barriers to your participation, you, that is the level of, of government at, at which Americans engage. Right. We, 99% of Americans never engage with their government outside, beyond the city government level. Exactly. I mean, I just made up that statistic. But, <laughs> but like, the, it, most people never, never reach out beyond their city government. Right, and the message that's being sent is, uh, yeah, you're welcome to be heard here, but we won't really hear you because this is what we we value. Right. And and, and I think, was it Kagan? One of them, one of, one of the dissenters wrote a really interesting thought that, like, maybe this would have gone a different way if this had been raised at a community of people, of of. Muslims, right, and a Christian felt uncomfortable with getting a Muslim prayer every time they went to exactly. a city council meeting, right. I think that needs to happen. How are we <laughs> going to make a Muslim community, a, a, a majority Muslim community, happen where Muslims can pray at their? I want that to happen, yeah, because these people need to like see it in a different way, right, and they're clearly incapable of it. They can't do it unless there's like an object lesson in front of them. I can't. I don't right, understand they, it. Right, but they we the hire is, these people. They, they specifically they, to do this. They lack the ability. They lack the empathy to put themselves into somebody else's 
position and to understand that there are ways of life that are different from their own. Right. They they absolutely, 100% clearly lack that. Yeah. Anyway, I've got an answer. Or at least it's sort of... Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we've been talking about how the Muslims need to do this thing. Yeah. Well, the Los Angeles Times actually contacted uh, Lucian Greaves oh. um, of the Satanic Temple. We've talked oh. about him a lot. I yeah. Mean, yeah. I, I, think, I, I really kind of, I'm a fan of his work. <laughs> uh, he's a, these are the guys that are, that are, they've done a Kickstarter, by the way. They're actually making the Baphomet uh, Satanist oh, dear God. Uh, statue that, oh, my God. That, uh, that they want to place in Oklahoma, oh. in Oklahoma City. Okay. God, I hope they get it. I hope that they make it happen. Because it's the only way to make people actually think beyond themselves. Right. Is to, ma- is to like do the worst case scenario and play it out. Right. And go, look, that's what with, you're doing. With your rules, this, this is, is what's allowed. This is what happens. So so the LA Times reached out to him and just asked him to come up with what prayer he might use. <laughs> Good for the LA Times. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cute. <laughs> uh and actually what he came up with was almost too brilliant. It's not it, it's not as satany as it should be, frankly. Really? Okay. But here's here's what he came up with. It, Cuz it's so it's actually the kind of prayer that I would want to hear. Not the kind of prayer that would piss people off in the way that I'm talking about. Right. <clears throat> Here's what he said. Let us stand now, unbowed and unfettered by arcane doctrines, born of fearful minds in darkened times. Let us embrace the Luciferian impulse to eat of the tree of knowledge and dissipate our blissful uh, (laughs) and comforting delusions of old. Let us demand that individuals be judged for their concrete actions, not their fealty to arbitrary social norms and illusory categorizations. Let us reason our solutions with agnosticism in all things, holding fast only to that which is demonstrably true. Let us stand firm against any and all arbitrary authority that threatens the personal sovereignty of one or all. That which will, that which will not bend must break, and that which, must, which can be destroyed by truth should never be spared its demise. It is done. Hail Satan. <laughs> brilliant fucking love that shit it's absolutely brilliant yeah oh my goodness well there you go when the voice of reason is a satanist and the voices of of not reason are the supreme court we've got an issue we'll just monitor this from afar <laughs> from salt lake city oh goodness all right well if you have anything to add to all this, sure. I think that's a wonderful place to for us to let off. Yeah. Um you can uh, join the conversation by emailing us. Mm-hmm. The, our email address is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Right. Or you can uh you can uh call us, mm-hmm. get your voice on the show. Absolutely. Uh that's eight that's area code four two four six 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 T G I A. That's eight four four two. And, uh, of course, there is also our Facebook page, tended by one fantastic uh, Mackenzie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thanks, thank you, Ken's. Mackenzie. And that can be found at facebook.com slash Atheist. Yep. Uh, I'd like to thank the Red Rock Hot Club for all of for letting us use their music. Absolutely. And uh, be sure to check out our website, thankgodimatheist.com. Right. You can donate there. Give us five-star reviews, people. And comment. Yeah, comment on stuff. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, thank you, everyone, for listening, and have a wonderful week. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.